This is the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to bring you the best information and options for you and your home. I'm Craig Williams, and this is the Homeowner Show. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We have a really cool episode for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about solar power today. And I know a lot of you guys have been hearing a lot about this. You've been thinking about it as an option for your home. And so we're excited to, to bring you this, this information. As you may have noticed, Kevin is not with us. He is uh, off at a football game uh, throwing flags at children. So he'll be he'll be back with us shortly, but you know, he's having a good time uh, doing some. Is it refing? I think it's called refing. But uh, but anyway, he's he's not here tonight, obviously, because he usually does the intro, and uh, you know. So tonight the intro was just done better. Um, but anyway, just to keep you guys uh, up to date as to what's going on in uh, in my house. Oh, weird! I, I got to tell you guys when last week when I told you guys peeling back the onion of my house, it could not have been more true. Many tears were, were shed this week as we, we peeled back some more layers. Uh, I got to tell you, who, whoever built this thing, man, I mean, we, we found like this significant uh, damage in between the floors. And so we're, we're having to deal with insurance companies and warranty companies. And I'm not, I'm not going to name any of these companies. All of them have been great and kind and good to us. We just don't want you guys to get the impression that they're, they're treating us poorly. Um, but it's, it's just going to be an expensive, expensive deal. Basically, here's what happened. Because my house, as, as many of you guys know, is weird. Um, we were trying to redo the ceilings downstairs. And part of that was going to have to be re relocating some ductwork in the house. So we were tracking down where the ductwork was going and we came to a board basically. And it was like the end of the line for the ductwork and we couldn't figure out where it was going. So we took the sheetrock down and found that instead of being creative, they decided to cut a 12 inch hole through the floor joist and just continue the ductwork on through there um, creating a nice uh, structural integrity problem in my home. It was it was quite lovely to uh, to find that. So we're we're dealing with that. We're going to solve it because uh, we've got lots of good connections here at the homeowner show. Lots of professionals just ready and willing to jump in and help solve our problems. And that's what we're here for you guys for as well. So if you have not yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all those fun platforms. So, but with us today, we got David, the solar pro from Sun Pro. Uh, he's going to be talking to us about solar energy. Uh, th this guy goes around and helps homeowners understand uh, how solar works, how the financing works on that, how the taxes work on that, and all that stuff. And so we're going to be getting down into the nitty gritty of this stuff with you guys tonight. David, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Greg. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. This is, I, th I think this is probably like a really timely topic for, for a lot of homeowners because they're hearing a lot about this. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the news about how we need to move more to solar energy. We need to move more to wind energy. We need to, you know, try and get off the grid as much as possible. Maybe not like in the woods, but like, you know, just off the, the power grid. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you guys are... Explain to everybody. Well, let's, let's just back up real quick. Tell everybody how you got into this. So um, back in 2010, I was a technician at a, a cell phone location for about three years. Okay. Uh, one of my customers that I helped several times, he was uh, early 80s, uh, told me that, uh, gave me some great advice. He goes, David, I'm well off. 
Uh, I've been in the in- energy industry my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him what advice would you give somebody my age, 20, right. at the time, uh, what advice would you give me? He said, get into renewable energy. That oh, is the okay. way the world is going. Um, at that time, me and my wife was my girlfriend at the time. Uh, I asked her, hey, you know, there's nothing going on in Texas in case in regards to solar renewable energy. There is an institution in Colorado. Okay. How would you feel about going out there, you know, while I pursue an education for two years? Uh, she was against it. <laughs> so, uh, so after the, the cell phone location, I went into home security sales. Uh, that's where I got more familiar with in-home sales. Okay. Uh, after two years from there, I decided, you know what, I'm going to look into how I could get into renewable energy. I got home, started Googling uh, solar renewable energy, found SunPro. Okay. Uh, SunPro needed somebody that were going to come into the territory, new from Houston, from Louisiana. Uh, so I was one of the original guys that they hired, and that was four years ago. Okay. Awesome. And yes, so you've sir. just been doing it ever since. Ever since, yes, Awesome. Sir. And you love it. Yeah, uh, definitely. I have about 350 homeowners that I have helped out since then. Um, so it's very, very exciting. Love the interaction with the homeowners and really showing them the affordability and how they could eliminate the light bill initially for free, realistically. Right. And does, does it cost anything to have, you know, have you come out and do an evaluation for, for no, somebody? No, not at all. Uh, we, well, my job description is as a senior specialist, I go out there, perform the site survey. You know, I take in consideration the trees, anything that's in the way that right. may prevent the, the production of the array. Uh, take a look at the roof line, the, the, the integrity of the home, the lifestyle habits of the homeowner. Uh, so pretty much uh, uh, do a whole home energy audit, get mm-hmm. a better understanding of what they are trying to accomplish. You know, one of the biggest questions that homeowners owner have is how much is it you know and it's a very hard question for anybody to answer if they don't know your kilowatt consumption right you know sometimes the homeowner will tell you oh my light bill's 200 bucks or average home or my home's this square feet they, uh, they fail to realize that it all depends on the lifestyle habits mm-hmm. you know i've been in homes that are a thousand square feet that use four thousand kilowatts a month i've been in four thousand square foot homes that use a thousand kilowatts a month you know it's realistically on the type of equipment the efficiency of the home the lifestyle habits if you know they're going to work during the day or it's somebody's working from home, stay-at-home mom, all those things are going to consideration right. when designing the system. After that, you know, uh, whatever the homeowner savings go is that they're looking to accomplish, whether it's 50% savings, 75, or, you know, 100% offset, you know, we could do whatever that, they, that they're looking to accomplish. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so what, 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 I hear you, what I hear you saying in that somewhat is it doesn't really matter. Like if someone calls you and said, listen, my, my energy bill is only 250 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's actually not really helpful information to you. What, what you need is like, you actually need the kilowatt consumption Correct. in order to be able to generate what kind of system they need to sustain that usage. Correct. So sometimes a homeowner would tell, would tell you, well, right now it's, it's summertime, obviously. Right. Uh, I use 3000 kilowatts. Well, we don't design a system to give you 3000 kilowatts every single month. Right. Because in the winter, when you're only using a thousand kilowatts, you're overproducing two thousand kilowatts. So, you know, if you're using fifteen hundred kilowatts, uh, actually, the average in the greater Houston area is twelve hundred. OK. Depending on what the homeowner energy rate is, true cost. That's what our membership fees, uh, delivery fees as well. Anywhere between 10 and 12 cents a kilowatt. That's about typically an one hundred and eighty two hundred dollar light bill. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, typical systems, 30 panels, which right. is a 10 kilowatt system. That's what majority of the Houston homeowners get. Okay. And, and so, and I, I, would, I would imagine, you know, when you say like, I, I think somebody might look, hear that and go, well, I want a 3000 kilowatt system. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I want to make sure that I'm always covered. Why, why wouldn't you want that? So it all depends. Other on than it. it just being 
extravagantly expensive. Yeah, obviously. So, <laughs> so I do have a homeowner in that situation uh-huh. where when I met him, he had the guard of it's a salesperson coming to sell me something at my home. Right. Uh, he tells me, David, I use two thousand kilowatt, twenty five hundred kilowatts a month. Uh, that's what I want the system for. I go, that's quite high. That's about 70 panels. Uh, he didn't want to show me his light bill. I go, look, let me show you what 70 panels cost is before and after the tax credits and see if it makes sense. And then from there, I'll take a look at your light bills. So that way you don't think I'm manipulating pricing to right. your consumption. Sure. So he, fair enough. Uh, we did exactly just that. Uh, we determined his average was actually 1900 kilowatts. So okay. he would only need, I believe, 50 panels at okay. that time. The so ones 20 that less using. than he was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he goes, David, I still 170. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he decided to go with a cash option. Uh, we're also a roofing company. So he decided to go with a metal roof as okay. well. So we were able to do a metal roof installation and then the 70 panel system. Uh, this was September, 2017. I followed up with them three months ago. He has a $3,000 credit with Centerpoint. <laughs> I would have preferred to save him, you know, $20,000 with right. a smaller system, you know, because you can always add on more panels when you know you need them. You can never buy less if you don't need them. Right. You know, but he's happy. He loves it. It was what he's looking to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, no regrets in that aspect of it. Um, but uh, with Centerpoint or other majority of providers do not give you money back, physical money back. Right. You know, the whole point is to offset uh, your, your monthly average, you know, so in the winter time or the fall time, you're over producing, building up these five $20 credits. So in the summer, when you use dramatically more than your average, you have about $300 worth of credits to cover the difference. Right. Now, it all depends on the utility provider, what the buyback rate is, you know, that, that the, 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 pay, uh, the payback term is. Right. You know, in Texas, the average uh, cash flow positive is seven to nine years. Okay. I do see some homeowners who think it's 15 years because that's how long the financing option is, depending if you go with that option. Or, you know, majority of the companies offer a 25-year warranty like we offer 25-year parts and labor. So, you know, we program that so much into the he- into the homeowner's uh, understanding of it that they think it takes 25 years to right. pay off the system. Okay. And, you know, so realistically, it's about a seven to eight-year cash flow positive. Okay. And so... Seven to eight years cash flow positive. So, are you are you breaking even for the most part over the seven to eight years? Is it you know kind of bounce back and forth for some people? It all depends on their rate. Um, you know, we're out here in Conroe. You know, a little bit more towards Houston. There's a, another energy co-op company out there that when I first started four years ago, we're at nine point two cents a kilowatt. Okay. Uh, solar wasn't as big. There's not there wasn't as many financing options. So we had twelve years. So for majority of the homeowners had about a 10 to a $25 out of pocket difference for year one, year two, year three. But fast forward now rates with the same energy company are 11.4. Right. So those same homeowners who were out of pocket a little bit then are in pocket savings now. Right. Uh, Typically about 11 to 13 cents is a break even point, Uh Uh, you know, all depending on what you're looking to accomplish. Right. Okay. So well, let me, let me ask you this because I mean, 25 years, I mean, that, that, that's a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of, one of the things that I recognize is like our technology specifically in this area is incentivized to change very quickly. So, you know, over the course of 25 years, I would imagine solar technology is going to be completely different 10 years from now. Not so much. Cause it's not like a cell phone uh-huh. where, you know, every year is, you know, nine, eight, 10, 11. Right. It's not like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Solar, the technology has been the same since the 60s and since the 50s. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Uh, 
around 2008, that's when they introduced the grid type systems. That's where they got rid of the battery backup options that dropped the cost dramatically. Uh, they introduced microinverters as well. So that also dropped the cost dramatically. Uh, since 2008, not much has changed. They're getting more efficient. You know, the technology is getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing, like with us, again, it's a 25-year warranty parts and labor. Right. So it, And then it comes with a 25-year power production. So we already analyzed what the system is going to be producing for you in 25 years from now. Right. As much as it is year one. You know, there is different tiers of panels. Uh, the ones that we use deteriorate about 0.6% a year. Right. So even after 25 years, they're 86% productive. Okay. So it's not a big difference. You know, it's not like a vehicle where they change the body style every four years and you want to upgrade it or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess where kind of where my brain was going is like, let, let's say, you know, I've had my system for 15 years and, and something goes wrong with mm-hmm. it and it breaks down. But like something technologically has changed. Mm-hmm. Am, am I going to get brought up to date at that point or am I going to have to go back with the old equipment that I had before? I mean, like I was happy with it, but like, you know, hey, there's it's it's changed. Yeah. So typically uh, systems independent, like what we use is a microinverter system. So okay. if, if something goes wrong, it may be one panel, one inverter. Right. The entire system. 15 years from from now, it may be just that one panel, Which, that one inverter. I mean, inverter. J- just just real quick. I mean, I think that's that's something interesting to point out that that I didn't know is that used to be the case mm-hmm. is like if one thing went down, like the whole system went That's down. That's what a string inverter system. That's so, what it used to be. Well, there's still two types of systems. There's oh, okay. a string inverter, which is kind of like the Christmas light effect, where if one has an <laughs> issue, it affects the entire production. Yeah, everybody hates those. Yeah, <laughs> and we use a microinverter system, which each panel independently has its own microinverter underneath the panel. Right. So it, uh, it, there's not one point of failure. We're okay. going to be able to identify which one's having the issue. Uh, and the, the manufacturer that we use is actually a batch serial number traceable. So if, if one ever fails with that same serial number, mm-hmm. they're going to track it down, figure out why it had the issue. And then the other uh, uh, microinverse that had that same serial number will be replaced. Okay. So, you know, that's the good thing about it. And it's smart technology. So they're constantly getting updates like your cell phone. Right. Very cool. And and so why why is that such a, why have microinverters been such a big deal in, in the solar technology. How long have those been around? The company that we use, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say they started off in 2006, 2008, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And okay. now, um, re- realistically, there's two major brands out there. You know, I don't know if we can name drop, you know, manufacturers or anything you like that. You can do what you want. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. <laughs> so there's two different brands. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's two different brands out there. They realistically own majority of the market out there. So if you're going with string inverters, you're going with that one brand. If you're going with micro, you're going with the other brand. Okay. Interesting. And is there is there is there a cost benefit to one versus the other? Um, typically, what I have seen is that a string inverter system uh, range about thirty five to forty five hundred dollars less. Than okay. Microinverter system. So you can imagine, you know, if these the, these microinverters cost, you know, maybe two dollars more for for the the installer mm-hmm. from the vendor. You know, that's good. if you're doing a thirty panel system, that's a couple hundred bucks that it adds on there, as well as you know, it's it's going from one device being installed to multiple devices being installed. So it's more man uh, labor, man hours involved with that process. Okay. Um, but recently, I became a first time homeowner, and I recently went solar. Right. Uh, my home is twenty three years old. I actually had to replace the roof as well. Uh, my system was installed two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be the first person in my subdivision to go solar. 
two weeks ago, I'm driving out. Uh, I believe I'm going to a customer's appointment and I see uh, uh, one of my neighbors getting their solar system installed. I was like, <laughs> I missed it. So, uh, and my car. It could have been me. It could have been me. My car's very noticeable. It's a big, bright orange car. Yeah. You know, when uh, if if I interact with any of the homeowners here, it, they're going to know who that orange company is. Right. And so, uh, so he goes, yeah, I always seen your car around because I stopped that day. You know, I knocked on his door. His name was John. He goes, yeah, man, uh, I seen you, but I never actually stopped you. And I wasn't too sure what company you were with. He goes, I met with three other companies. They all offer the same uh, panels. Right. Uh, and they all offer a stream inverse system. He goes, what would the cost be for me to go to a micro inverse system? Uh-huh. And so that was the first yeah. <laughs> for me in four years. So I, I told him, uh, honestly, I go, I don't see it being affordable, especially because you just made this investment with 30 panel system, right. 28 panel system. Okay. With the stream inverse system. And two two days later, you want to switch it over to a micro inverse system. Yeah. You know, he's happy, but I he, he wishes he would have met me earlier. I wish I would have <laughs> met him earlier, but he's happy with it. That's yeah. really what matters uh, because I'm also the communications director for the Houston Renewable Energy Group. Okay. And there we uh, we educate people to adapt renewable through education, community engagement. Okay. So that way, you know, it's it's a community of people that, you know, get involved with things that are going on in the area just so people can learn about the solar movement, renewable energy as well, and everything involved uh, really saving energy. Yeah. And, and so what do you, do you guys go into schools? Do you guys go to like mm-hmm. chambers? What, what do you guys do? So uh, right now we're actually working on a K-12 uh, program okay. so we could stop at different school locations and interact with the youth because that's obviously who we want to target first. Right. Uh, we're actually ha- uh, doing a panel uh, next Tuesday okay. um, at the Uni- United Greenway. A building over there in the Allen Parkway. And so we're going to have about four guest speakers uh, all in the renewable industry, industry. And so that way people can learn about it. If there's also people who want to be involved in getting a, a career in renewable, mm-hmm. then we want to connect them with the right people as well. Okay. Are these are these other like solar companies or who? No. So it's uh, just a bunch of uh, different uh, renewable energy people. Okay. You can you, name drop if you want. Um, cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> unfortunately. So example, the president, uh, Angela, she works, uh, she's a, if I'm not mistaken, uh, correct me if I'm wrong angela later on uh she, what she does she designs uh um uh wind turbine uh, farms oh cool and majority of her business is in california okay. then you have uh uh and uh, and uh rachel who also helps you know in, in different industries so you know so it's people with, with different bunch of different backgrounds yeah all you know putting their free time together and just helping houston go green okay Dude, we need to, we need to gather all these people up, definitely, and bring them into the homeowners show studio so we can just have like a panel discussion. Get get y'all's message out to everybody. Man. Awesome, yeah, that would be a cool conversation. I'd love to hear more about wind and every, what all those different people are doing. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, especially for you guys can like. All at the same time. Yes, yeah. that would be really interesting. Definitely. So yeah. we were just at the uh, at the Houston uh, Green Day. Okay. Uh, we were there and, you know, there was people for like the water, uh, Galveston water keepers and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. The people who do uh, water collective systems. Um, so it's a, it's a bunch of people that actually believe in this and that's yes. the best part about it. That was a huge revelation for me this year that I, I thought it was illegal to, mm-hmm. to collect rainwater. That's what I thought. And, and I actually, I, yeah. In some states it is. In some states yes. it is. Texas, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually interested in learning that from my home as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm glad you, you, uh, you mentioned your home cause you said you get your roof replaced mm-hmm. and you were talking about, I think a customer you said that had a metal roof mm-hmm. installed. Is, is there a better roof for solar? As far as manufacturers or age of a roof? Well, or? I'm thinking like composite wood, um, not wood, but like metal, um, tile, 
know, there's all these different kinds of roofs. Yeah. I would imagine, I would, I would, I'm thinking in my brain, like, is one more reflective? Is one, you know, help the system last longer? Does it make it more efficient? What, what are the, is there, does any of those things affect that at all? So what I originally look for is obviously the age and the dignity of the roof. You right. know, we don't want anything that's, you know, 10 years or older, realistically. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to have to like go and take three, this solar three, system exactly. off. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. Sure. Uh, with that one homeowner, it was a 25-year-old roof. He he knew that metal roofs last a lot longer. Right. Obviously, uh, some of the issues that come with a metal roof is the screws. That right. Every once in a while, you got to go and retine them down, but they last forever. Sure. Uh, I have several homeowners from Australia who instantly want to go with a metal roof before shingles. They tell me, I don't understand Texas and shingle roofs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, me personally, I went with an Owens Corning True, True Duration shingles, which uh, uh, with our our warranty that we offer is a double lifetime material and labor warranty. Okay. So it's it's on the higher end. It's a design. If I'm not mistaken, the, the color that I selected is a designer color. Um, it looks great on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a Spanish tile roof, it's a flat roof, if it's a metal roof, if it's a, sh- a shingle roof. Right. It's all able to go solar. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's a, but none of them really, like, affect no. how the solar functions or operates no. or anything like that? Uh, actually, uh, last Saturday, I took my ther- a thermal camera outside at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And so uh, my panels was 100 degrees. On my shingles was 153 degrees. Oh, wow. So the solar panels add an additional layer of protection against radiant heat, decreasing the heat load in the attic space. Oh. So when the AC kicks on, it's colder air running through your ducts into your home faster, which decreases the heat workload on your AC unit. Okay. So that was pretty, pretty interesting on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, and that was something else I heard about your company is that, you know, because you, you go through and do a whole home evaluation mm-hmm. on the power consumption, efficiency, and then you guys offer some solutions to those Correct. things as well, right? Yes, sir. So what, what, what does all that come with? So uh, it starts off with a, a whole home depressurizing test. So that's where the red blower door test comes in, sucks up all the air so we can see exactly what the energy ring is. All right, back up. Air. What is that? It's a depressurizing the entire house. But you said red blower? Red, it's a red blower door test. So it's a, like a red uh, door that goes around the frame of the entire door. Okay. And it has a big fan in there. Okay. And it either sucks in or blows out a lot of air. Okay. And so from there, uh, it has- I've a never mach- seen this. Yeah, it's this pretty <laughs> interesting. Actually, I got a video. I'll show you in a second. Okay. Uh, I did a whole video testimonial of my experience. Okay. And so uh, my home is 2,500 square feet, but the efficiency of the airflow is like an 1,800 square foot home. So it's a very efficient home. Yeah. Uh, as far as the airflow. Uh, they replaced all the LEDs, uh, uh, attic door tent, so that way the uh, attic heat does not come into the heat spa- into the living space. Right. Uh, water heater blanket, uh, LED retrofit, a smart strip for the uh, for the entertainment center. Because things like your DVR, your, your uh, surround sound, your router, all that's pretty much an energy vampire is sucking up energy constantly exactly yeah and so it, all of this uh they, they say that it could save a homeowner uh, that's 10 years or older about 6700 kilowatts a year which okay. is about a 700 savings sure mine was done july 22nd and since then every week i've been saving about 15 dollars on energy weekly okay so my first month i saved about 80 bucks um Again, I moved into my home June 1st. So I was using a little bit over 520 kilowatts a week. Obviously, it's getting hotter now, a little warmer. My AC unit is running less, uh, excuse me, more. Uh, It also includes a Nest thermostat because 45% of your light bills contribute to your heating and cooling. Right. So I have more control over my AC unit. Right. Right now, my AC is running about 11 hours a day. You know, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, they send an alert that to keep, you know, your thermostat at 86 degrees or 83 degrees, something crazy like that. Yes. And so, uh, 
Yeah, with all that being said and done, I saved about 80 bucks my first month just with these energy efficiency upgrades on my home. It is a 1996 build, so it's a 23-year-old home, but I saw the savings. Uh, my parents, they went solar about three years ago. Their home was built in 1955, okay, and uh, they're saving about 30, 40 bucks a month going solar as well. Oh, wow. Excuse me, uh, with the energy efficiency With the energy upgrades. efficiency, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so like things like the Nest, I mean, like a smart thermostat, mm-hmm. And there, there's other ones out there. I mean, like we've, we've reviewed yeah, like the Ecobee, Ecobee, the Honeywell, um, the I actually the have the Ecobee in mine, um, mm-hmm. but I've seen all the different ones. They're all very cool. I'm trying to think of some other things that are help with the, I mean, like, do you guys address like door sweeps and. Yes. So we uh, also could do that. Uh, weather strip, the, the house, the windows. Um, so in, in certain off, off one situations, you know, our technicians do go a little bit out of their way to help mm-hmm. a homeowner. You know, I had one in Rosenberg, Texas, where he, he didn't like the reading levels that he was getting. Right. So he, he looked throughout the house. He finally found a hole behind the refrigerator in the garage. That was pretty much a window. And so he found it. He sealed it. And that made a big difference for the homeowner. You know, the, the guys are great. They'll do anything to, to help the homeowner out. Right. But if it's something that they don't feel comfortable with, they'll bring it to their attention. But we would never upcharge something that we find if we don't do right. it. You know? So how, how much, I mean, like typical cost to get a, a home, you know, energy ready to start saving on that end? What, what does that typically cost? Well, as far as cost, it's, it's truly is complimentary on our end. Okay. You know, uh, if a homeowner says, I don't want none of that, it's not going to make it a thousand bucks cheaper on the solar side. It's complimentary. Everybody gets it. Uh, there are certain situations where uh, the homeowner doesn't have the, the Ford cable for the smart thermostat. Right. It's still their thermostat. We're going to either leave it there for you and you can use it as a gift. <laughs> Look, it's here. Yeah. It's, we can either put it in or just leave it in the box. Yeah. And you can I use gotcha. Yeah. And uh, or these new builds that, you know, uh, that they already have LEDs from the builder. Well, we're still going to give you a care package for when you do need it. Okay. You know, it is truly complimentary. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so do, what, what's the what's the power consumption on, on an LED versus like an incandescent or a... So uh, like a 60-watt light bulb, it's right. about six watts. Uh, I, again, with my thermal camera is why I know a little bit more of the readings. Right. I had it where uh, the standard condensing light bulb was like 280. A CFL was like 140. And then the LED was like 40 degrees. Oh, Excuse wow. me, 50 degrees. So it was, you know, it was nice and cool. Um, and it was it was crazy because it was a customer's house that I was doing an audit and she had all three different light bulbs on the same fixture. Uh-huh. So it was the same light uh, <laughs> uh, lamp and it was different heat projected on each light bulb, which yeah. is awesome. That yeah. Nice and, that. And, uh, so that's that's a big deal that you guys are trying to control because that's adding heat to the inside mm-hmm. of the home. Which Correct. Means the AC has to work harder, which means that you're going to be consuming more power because that's the biggest vampire in the house is the Absolutely. AC system. Yeah. So. Uh, and speaking of which, my ducks around the plenum, they mm-hmm. were they were not sealed. So, you know, we also seal it with the massive seal so that way all the airflow that you're actually generating reaches where it needs to be. Right. So that way you don't have to worry about heat or, or cold spots or, you know, over here in this house, side of the house is cooler than it is on this side. Mm. So we go around and make sure that the AC is working the way it's supposed to. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we, we reached out to some folks on Facebook here to, to get you some questions uh, to see what, what people were wanting to know. So here's here's awesome. one uh, that I that I think I think we were actually talking about this a little bit before the show, but uh, this is Courtney, and she wanted to know how much would solar panels in uh, what. Well, would would having solar panels affect our home insurance? So eight out of ten times, it doesn't affect the homeowner insurance. Right. Uh, they change the rules where the dwelling side of it sh- it should cover the the solar side of it. Right. Um, there is a handful of homeowners that you know it's maybe ten dollars more to their their policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nine out of ten times, if it's a, a well known uh, insurance company, they cover the solar panels. Okay. 
So you don't have to, I mean, I think you were saying you have to have so much though when it comes to a solar system now. Uh, that's with your energy provider specifically. Which energy provider, okay. Yeah, so that's your specific. Like my, and when he's to me, means me. Like I, I have to have that. So correct. <laughs> and so, so they want you to have an umbrella policy where if something happens, they want you to be protected. Where I live in Houston with us with Centerpoint, I don't need that insurance coverage. Right. So my homeowner insurance didn't change one bit. Awesome. And so what what do you what do you have to have for it? Where you're at? Uh, where I'm at is standard homeowner insurance. Sta- where, where, it doesn't matter. It's, correct. Yeah. With the one that you have, they want you to have a $500 umbrella policy. We can call them out. It's Mid-South. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So they do that. Uh, they say to protect you. Right. Uh, sometimes the homeowner will hear that 500000 and it, it, it makes them afraid. They think it's going to spend a lot more on the insurance side of it. Right. I have one uh, current customer, actually, that uh, was ready to go solar. Uh, he called his insurance provider, and it did go up maybe, he said, 300 bucks a year. Right. So, you know, what's that? Uh, a cut four dollars a month or something like something, that. Yeah, it's yeah. So uh, they were like, "Well, this is going to affect our savings on the solar side of it." I go, "Yeah, but the energy, uh, it, your rates going up a little bit more. That the three hundred dollars for your coverage, you're going to fade away with what you're spending on your energy provider, regardless. Right? Would you rather put that three hundred dollars in extra coverage or throwing it away renting your electricity? Right. It's like it's closer to ten bucks a month, but yeah, still, it's not 10, that much. Yeah. Um. All right. Good stuff. Uh, here's another one from her. Uh, how much would solar panels increase the value of our home? So typically for every dollar of, uh, of energy savings, it adds about $20, $20 in equity. So I have a homeowner out in Katy. Not with $20 a, in equity, 20. $20 in equity. So every dollar you save in electricity, about $20 in equity. Oh, okay, I got so you. So if you're saving $2,000 a year, multiply that by $20, that's what the equity I got you. Okay. typically is. Um, I have a, several ha- homeowners that have sold their homes within two years of having their solar systems. You know, one of the things that homeowners will say, oh, this is not my forever home, or I don't think I'm going to be here more than five years. Right. Average homeowners, they're within seven to nine years is a typical lifespan that they're at at home. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. No, no. It was how, how, how does it increase, does it increase the yeah. value of the home? So uh, my coworker, uh, not too far from here off of uh, Rayford. He actually got a brand new build and it went up $25,000 for, which is where his solar system was after the tax credits. Okay. Uh, my homeowner out in Katy with a 28 panel system, it was like a $20,000 net investment, got $18,000 in his equity increase. Okay. Uh, I have one out in Magnolia that it actually sold for $392,000 compared to $360,000 in the same neighborhood, in the same right. block. You know, depending on these realtors that we also try to educate them because they'll tell you it's not going to save you that much or you know it's all depending on what the comp is well how is it that a home that has a two thousand dollar light bill that in 10 years is going to save over twenty thousand dollars it's not going to add equity to the house Mm -hmm. this home doesn't have a light bill uh new homes being uh uh, built now also are being pre-wired for solar they're also having east and west facing roofs minimum 600 square feet which is 40 panels gotcha so that's already going on now that people don't even aren't aren't even aware about it right Um, but Architects and designers and communities are just saying, like, look, this is the way it's going. We can offer this to the people who are buying these homes as an incentive to buy our homes. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. So, you know, with my home, you know, uh, I purchased it two months ago. I did a 36 panel system. I got a brand new roof, which is a 50 square roof, which is a large roof. Right. Um, and then I decided to do upgrade to a backup battery option. So, you know, I'm actually interested in seeing my exact uh, resale value that I'm actually going to pay to get it reappraised two months into my house and the only upgrade I did was going solar. Right. And, you know, regardless of what the cost is for me, I'm doing that more to educate people say, this is what it was for me. Right. And I did this two months into my home and I think I'm going to sell it in eight. Yeah. 
Well, and I, th- I think I think something interesting to point out about that, especially now, like right, and, and so like this is what is this August of 2019? Mm-hmm. So like we have crazy low interest rates right now. Correct. So if you're adding immediate value to your home, and then you decide to refinance your home, mm-hmm. you you could actually capture <laughs> that equity in your refinance in order to get that, rid of mm-hmm. your like your PMI yeah. or something like that. So it could actually be like a really smart like financial move to add something that's going to value. And I would imagine you guys even allow, I mean, well, I, I, it probably wouldn't even be up to you, but like you could roll this back into a refinance. Yes, absolutely. I have a handful of homeowners that decide to do that, but realistically money being so cheap on a signature loan, right. that is cheaper just eliminating your light bill and using that same money to pay your solar savings. Right. Yeah. Very, very cool, man. All right. Let's see what we got. What else we got here? Um, uh, let's see if she's got a, anything else on here. So are there different package options for for the home? Or is it basically like, look, we're going to try and match your, your kilowatt usage? It's more... I know we talked a little bit about yeah. inverter systems and different things like that. But like there's... there's I think there's other things that you can add on to a solar system, right? Well, the way I'm understanding that question is a package depending on the, the I guess... The, the, the specialist that's going out to your home. Right. There is a few solar companies out there that talk about a tier one, tier two, tier three package where tier one is a 18 panel starter system or 16 mm. panel starter system. Okay. A five kilowatt. Tier two will be a eight kilowatt system, 28 panels, tier three. So that's what some people may interpret as a package. But that package doesn't initially limit your whole light bill. Right. Because I could look at 10 homes all wanting 18 panels and some of them going to be a, a cash flow positive. Some is going to be a 50% reduction. Some's gonna, some of them is going to be an 80% reduction. Right. Um, so realistically, that's why we sit during the consultation and try to figure out what is your savings goal? Do you want to offset? We typically say 90% depending on the utility provider. Because mm-hmm. uh, if I tell a homeowner, hey, you're never going to get a light bill and you get a $10 light bill in the summer, you'll be mad. But if I say, hey, you may get a $20 light bill in the summer, you get a $10 light bill, you're going to laugh. Right. right. So realistically, you know, if a, if a homeowner uses 15,000 kilowatts a year, we try to design it for that, you know, but sometimes a homeowner thinks that it, it's unlimited power. Right. But we have seen a situation where they change their lifestyle habits or people move into the house. All of a sudden you're using double the consumption than you were a previous year. Right. You know, majority of the homeowners don't change their lifestyle habits. They're putting the same Christmas lights. They're running the AC the same <laughs> that they usually do in the summertime. Leaving the TV on all day. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why we designed it for 12 month consumption. And obviously you can always add more panels or go with a few less. Uh, in my situation, the reason why I went with 36 panels is because I was fortunate enough to get the, the light bill consumption from the previous sellers, excuse me, from the previous homeowners. Okay. And they averaged 1800 kilowatts a month. About $210, I would need 42 panels for their consumption. At my previous rental house, where it was a 1,500 square feet, 1,000 square feet smaller, I was averaging the, a little bit under 1,100 kilowatts. Okay. I would need 30 panels. So I like the way 36 looked in my house. I have a four-year-old. It's a stay-at-home mom as well, my wife. Uh, so And I work a lot from home. So I decided to upsize my system. Okay. You know, the previous owners, it was two adults, two teenagers. Well, my consumption, because our lifestyle habits actually line up to their, theirs. Gotcha. I only use 200, 300 kilowatts less than they did the previous year. So it's right there line, just again, because our lifestyle habits were different than theirs. Right. Well, I, I think we, we just mentioned something. I mean, as far as when we're talking about packages, like how do you actually pay 
for a solar system? So it's uh, no money down, no uh-huh. upfront costs. It's it's a free installation, realistically. It's a signature loan. Uh, so that way you could decide whether you want to do 0% interest for 18 months, 10 or 12 years, 2.99, 15 years, 3.99, which is what I selected, what majority of my homeowners selected. Because, hey, you're going to spend $200 on your light bill. Right. Doesn't it make sense to spend 190 on your solar fixed? Um, so, yeah. So initially it's a free installation, no money down. We do have a handful of homeowners who either pull from the 401ks who do an equity loan, uh, which I don't always suggest just right. because again, at 2.99, it's cheap money. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, are you guys, are you guys going to run like a credit check on, on these guys in order to get the, the financing? Yeah. So it, it is a credit check. Um, it, the, the credit rate, the, the interest rate on the, on the term doesn't matter if you're a 640 or 800 credit score. Okay. You know, sometimes I have seen, you know, these, but you got to be in that range. You have to be in that range, but the other things go into consideration, like your debt to income ratio, you know, how long you've been into the home, uh, your credit ban, uh, I already said debt to income ratio and a few other things. You know, I had one guy that uh, had an 800 credit score, made over 600,000 a year, but he had multiple rental properties. Right. Well, his debt to income ratio was tied up that he got rejected. Mm. I have homeowners who make $40,000 a year who have great uh, uh, 640 credit score that get approved. So okay. it's, it's a per case basis. You know, realistically, we tell the homeowner, we won't know what your payment is until you get qualified. Because in our in our business, we have six lenders. Right. So, you know, so if the tier one doesn't get you, then, you know, the second one may be able to do something for you. But they're all competitive, uh, 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 competitive rates. Right. And so, you know, that's very affordable. Go solar. And yeah. it's obviously we, it's no prepayment penalties. Right. And, I, you know, just just so everyone knows, I mean, like having bad credit is really, really tough because it makes it difficult to make these big financial moves that you want to make for your home. It makes it difficult to just be financially viable in this market. All right. We want to give a shout out to this week's show sponsor, Impeccable Credit Services. Is your credit 700 or below? Do you have collections, late payments, or negative items on your credit such as tax liens, judgments? No worries. Just contact Impeccable Credit Services for all of your credit restoration needs with two physical locations in Houston and the Woodlands. This family-owned and operated company can assist you towards success. Just give them a call at 713-378-1500. And I encourage you guys to give, uh, if you guys are struggling with your credit, give our give our friend Glamour a call over there and she will set you up right and get you guys back on the path to uh, financial peace. So you can, uh, you know, apply with guys like David over here to get yourself a solar system up on your house and start saving yourself some money. Wouldn't that be nice? So give him a call, 713-378-1500. Thank you, guys. David. Man, uh, we, we have some some other questions that we that we pulled up here, and one of the ones that I was I was interested in is I, I assume that there are lots of different people producing panels and inverters and all these kinds of things. So, do you guys work specifically with like a manufacturer, or are you guys pooling from like lots of different places? How how does that actually come about? So, the panels that we use are LG. LG, okay. Everybody knows LG is right. a big company. They stand behind their products. Uh, not being biased because we use them. My right. soundbar that I bought 10 years ago still works just as good <laughs> as day one. Uh, the the sellers of my of my home actually left the washer and dryer for us. The huh. LG. LG. <laughs> the TV in our bedrooms, LG. And the, I bought that five years ago. Yeah. I've only been doing this for four. And so SunPro exclusively uses LG panels. No. So they are, the I believe, two, two to three uh, as far as the top five panels. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
and then we use JA Solars, which is a little bit more uh, e- uh, economic. Okay. A little bit more aggressive in pricing, but there's, you know, Mission Solar, which is out of San Antonio. You right. have Sun Power Solar uh, that also make great uh, panels. So there's several brands. You have QCell, Hovan uh, uh, as well. Um, and you, you guys can pull from all these. Correct. Okay. But we just use uh, LG just because of the experience that we have been having with them. Yeah. And, you know, it, when you're talking solar to homeowners and you're comparing panels, you'll see that where LG stands at. Right. And that's why we use them. Okay. So what, what's the big standout for you with, with LG panels? The durability. Durability. The durability, the efficiency of it. And it's only a 0.6% deterioration a year. Okay. So even after 25 years, they're 86% productive. So are you not going to, like with another panel that's not LG, are you not going to be able to do like a 25-year warranty? With, with us, we still warranty it oh, because we will. calculate okay. everything. We, we, we uh, The deterioration on that selective panel, we factor it in. Uh, when we design the production numbers, we're using four and a half hours daily sun hours. Okay. So we are taking everything in consideration. You know, i give you a perfect example. My 36 panels is going to give me right under 1,500 kilo, 15,000 kilowatts a year. Okay. I have a homeowner that went with the same 36 panel system that's going to get right under 16,000 kilowatts a year. He has better placement than I do. Gotcha. But okay, in placement, that's that's one that I've heard a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And when I when I've had uh, a couple of solar guys come out and look at my place, one of them was really insistent on not putting the panels on my roof. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put it out in the field up on some mm-hmm. risers and things like that. Is there a benefit to that versus it not being on the roof? No, because he could just place them just right. Or maybe he was just wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at your roof, there there is a bunch of different trees right. everywhere. So I could see where for him, a ground mount system that's just facing due south and run some trenching, whether it's, you know, 200, 500, 1,500 feet away from your meter. Right. Maybe a simpler installation than putting, you know, a 20 panel array on this side, a 30 panel array over here on your garage side of it, and then run the trenching. Yeah. Uh, realistically, a ground mount system is a little bit more, more expensive because of the labor involved in it. Right. Uh, a roof mount system is much more affordable uh, but it's more of a preference i have one guy out in katie who's a truck driver who wanted uh he has a great tree in the backyard that, that does a lot of shade for it right for the house to keep it cool and he was opposed to uh removing it right obviously and so we decided to do a ground mount system he's a truck driver okay so he has a big uh acreage i forgot how big his property is where he's able to drive through the through the uh, backyard through the ground mount system and back to the front yard, making his own U-turn entrance. <laughs> and so it's more of a preference. Uh, sure. I do have, I have one homeowner who, um, it was an older roof. He didn't want to replace it yet because the, the, the structure of the home wasn't the best, but obviously he still has a light bill. Right. So he decided to do a ground mount system. Okay. Uh, I have some homeowners who have property who know that they're going to build a new home later on in the future. Like one guy in Dallas had a, a camp, a, 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 a summer camp or day camp, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And so he went to put the ground mount system in the front entrance where the where the parents will come by and check them out because we have a great referral program. So he was doing his own marketing, another source of income with his own system in the front of the property. <laughs> so it's more of a preference realistically. Okay. Very cool. Well, so, and what we haven't talked about yet is probably the thing that I think most people are, have been hearing a lot about and that's the taxes. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going on with the taxes on solar? I mean, like this uh, taxes in general can be confusing. You're not a CPA. Thank you right. for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably have, you know, some some knowledge as to the way that this works for the homeowner. You're obviously taking advantage of it yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit of knowledge going on. What how does this work right off the bat? Are we dealing with a credit 
It's a tax credit. It's a tax credit. It's a 100% tax credit. So again, I know you're not a CPA, but can you tell people what that is? Absolutely. So the way it's it's set up is is where you're putting money into the ecosystem when you go solar, first of all. You're breaking money away from the utility company. Mm -hmm. And when you go solar, the the solar contractor that you're using is able to pay their employees, be in business. The vendors that they're buying their material from is able to be in business. The financing institution that that you're using is able to pay their employees. A lot of new solar financing is popping up because of that. So it adds a lot of money to the ecosystem. Um, And because of that, 30% of the investment cost of the system, dollar per dollar, you will get back when you your taxes right uh, obviously it's a tax credit not a refund so in my parents situation uh my mom and dad are 65 66 they went solar three years ago my dad retired about three years ago right so he doesn't pay any any social security taxes anything like that my mom's the only one working so uh in 2016 she paid rough well, she, when they went solar with their 40 panel system, they had a, about a $13,000 tax credit. Okay. Well, she only paid about $6,000 to her withholding. So okay. uh, the $6,000 that she paid through her withholding was refunded to her. Well, she was supposed to pay throughout the year, throughout her withholding uh, was released from the credit, uh, the tax credit portion of it. So year one, she got $6,000. Okay. She applied it to the loan. Okay. Year two, she paid the same. She made the same. She got the remaining balance and applied it to the loan. Well, uh, I'm the youngest out of six, and I've been the house that we grew up. My parents been there for 22 years, so they instantly loved the idea of going solar. They 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 saw the financial benefit of it. Uh, it was a way to invest money that they were spending somewhere else. Uh, in the next 10 years, they have control over it. Right. So uh, when I presented to them, they went to do it. I told them, "Look, I'm the youngest out of six. Talk to everybody first. <laughs> I don't want nobody looking at me sideways." So my sister decided the next day that they were ready to go solar, and they were only in their house for a year. Okay. Uh, they it's her, my brother-in-law. Uh, he's a constable at Precinct Four, um, and so they went with the 18 panel system. Obviously, smaller. That tax credit was like sixty-five hundred dollars. Well, her, and my brother-in-law made more than that and paid more than that in taxes. That they got all that back year one. Okay. Uh, I have a homeowner with a sixty-five thousand dollars system. I believe it was like seventy panels. Um, had a twenty-one thousand dollars tax credit. He called me in January of this year. Hey, David, I got all my money back. How do I apply it to the loan? Right. Uh, so in my situation uh, with my system. Uh, I'm getting more of a tax credit than what I pay in taxes, so my situation is going to get split. Uh, you have up to five years to use up the whole tax credit. Okay. Um, and then after the 2022, it drops. But majority of my homeowners take advantage of it the first year. Uh, majority of the financing, the way it's set up, is they, they know you're going to get that tax credit. They want you to apply it. So your monthly payment's only based on 70% of the investment, not the full 100%. Because they fully expect you to use that money to apply, to apply to it the back. Loan. Correct. Okay. That's why it's cheaper than an equity loan or rolling it into a, some kind of other you know, anywhere else you could pull money from. Right. So what happens if you don't apply that money to the loan? So the financing company that we use, uh, any balance from the from the tax credit that doesn't get applied, it's on 18 months, 0% interest. Okay. So you have two tax seasons pretty much to apply it over. Gotcha. Anything that you don't apply rolls over to the principal balance at about $7, $1,000 is typically what the financing rate is. Right. So, you know, if they have a $10,000 tax credit, they decide to upgrade their house or do something else with it, then their money solar financing goes up about 70 bucks. Okay. So, you know, but we always recommend to apply it back. That's why you're getting it. That's why your money payment is the way it is. But you have that option. Okay. And and so, I don't know. So do, what I understand is like over the next four years, they're stepping down Correct. the amount. So what is it right now? So uh, since 2015, 2016, it's been 30%. Okay. Um, this is the last year, the 30%. 
is going to drop down to 26%. Okay. The following year drops down to 22%. If I'm not mistaken, I think by then we're in 2022, which that's when it goes away. So, and this, this may be a little technical, but like, so if I do, if I get it now Mm -hmm. and I can't get the full credit back this year, Mm Does it step me down to the twenty six percent? So I get you, you I'm get the I'm amount of grandfathered this year. in at thirty percent this year. Correct. Gotcha. So like uh, like I said, I moved into my home June first. My I signed the contract for my solar system June twenty sixth. I just got installed last week. My PTO should be sometime this week, uh, but I'm getting that full thirty percent tax credit. Whatever I don't use from it, right. it rolls over to next year at whatever that amount was. Okay. And and you were you were also telling me you've got you've got kind of a cool battery situation yeah. going on at your house. What? So I decided to go with the Tesla Powerwall two. Okay. Yeah, it's what I decided to upgrade to. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it took some convincing on the wife end, <laughs> uh, but I was able to convince it, convince her on it. Uh, she saw it as it was a, more of a toy. Sure. Anything else. But uh, luckily, I talked to my neighbors and they said during Hurricane Harvey, they lost power for three days. Yeah. She's not she's not complaining anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was a it was a nice upgrade for the Tesla Powerwall. Um, wasn't too sure if we will ever use it. Right now. I, I have a feeling we may use it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a Tesla Powerwall, too. So does it. Does it engage before you guys start pulling from the grid? So with the Tesla Powerwall, you actually have that option to program it however you want. Okay. So there's a few, a few utility companies, a majority of the co-ops that give you a wholesale rate on the buyback. So we could program that before you send any power back to the grid at a fraction of the cost, it will charge up your battery. Right. And then that excessive after that, yeah, you'll send it back to utility company. And at night, before you pull from utility company, you'll pull from the battery. From battery. But, uh, uh, that's again in that specific situation. Mine, I have it set up that in case of it's a blackout automatically within a second, it kicks on. Uh, everything that's in my house has 120 volts. It's able to uh, to operate as normal. Okay. Majority of my house is electric, minus the uh, the furnace and the water heater. Okay. So the only things I'm not able to use is a stove, the uh, the stove, obviously the AC unit and the dish and and the dryer. Okay. But besides everything else, I'm able to use my house. Because uh, uh, those don't use 120. Correct. Based. Okay. Everything that doesn't use 120, you can't operate. Correct. Okay. Correct. Do they have systems where you could still operate the air conditioner and... More batteries. More batteries. More batteries. Okay. Yeah. That's where you get... Stack them on top. Yeah. That's I where got you, you get three, maybe four batteries. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where... It makes more sense having a window unit as a backup option or a portable unit as right. 120. You know, originally my my thought process behind it is that I want to have half the house being able to function. I have my office media room that's connected to a master bedroom that has a master uh, bathroom there. Right. I want that area to be where in case we black out, we're in the back of the house. We're good there. But I was able to actually power the entire house minus, the you know, the major appliances. Yeah. And, and so... We- uh, was that something separate that you did with your with your solar, or is that something you did kind of? Like I got a, at the same time. At the same time. Yeah, at the but same time. But you had to purchase that through through Tesla. No, I got that through my company. Through your company. Yes. Okay. So you guys you guys installed yes. Tesla batteries and things like that. So do you guys also install like the the power walls for like the cars and things like that? Uh, we don't. You don't. Not, okay. not on that. That's, no, that's just about the Tesla battery. just does that. Yeah. Okay. So does the battery? Can the battery integrate with that? Yeah. Then? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because I have several homeowners who, who uh, they tell me, well, I'm going to get a Tesla next year. Right. Well, what they do is they add a few extra more panels. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, I haven't had anyone with a Tesla and a battery power watch just yet. Okay. Um, I'm excited for that homeowner. If, if that's you, <laughs> give me a call. Um, we want to hook you up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's all an integratable. Okay. So could, I mean, I guess in theory, could 
a solar system charge a Tesla car? Yes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, normal, when people talk a grid type system or off grid, they typically think that it's showing off the utility company and my house is going to work forever. Right? right. That's not the case. You need the utility companies. So yes. unless it's off grid where it's really a shed in the woods and there's no lines running to it and you have that there, that's off grid system. Right. Anything else residential is not truly off grid. Right. Right. Because it's, it's net metering. You need the, the, the utility companies to send them your, your overproduction. Um, and I forgot where I was going with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's OK. No, I've, I've actually you, you inspired a question already. So with, with that, I mean, like, so something we haven't gotten into yet is how power companies interact with people who have solar. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, like with with me, we were talking about my power company. Uh, what, what was it again? Golly. Mid-South. 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 Thank you. <laughs> All right. Mid-South. So I can't actually, they won't buy my stuff back. They buy it back at, a, at about six, seven cents a kilowatt. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Well, they, they don't buy it, but they just give me a credit, credit correct. on my account. So there's no, well, I'm not going to say there's no, there is one utility company that actually sends you a check anytime your credits accumulate to $50 or greater. Okay. But they're buying it back at four cents, less than four cents a, a kilowatt on the real time. Right. So that's a bunch that you're having to. Yeah, yeah, correct. You know, uh, they changed that rule last year, uh, okay. January 1st. So for the homeowners that went solar with that co-op prior to it are getting dollar for dollar and they're getting a $50 check every quarter to every six months. Right. The homeowners that got their system activated with that same co-op after last year, January 1st, they're getting a, a 4%, re, uh, 4 cents real time. So that means that a homeowner has to obviously cannot offset 100% of the system. For that specific utility company, we usually typically range about 50%. Okay. And unfortunately, the way the, the, the human brain works, they, when you tell them 50%, they're going to tell you, I want 100% or nothing at all. Right. I don't want a light bill and then a solar payment. Well, no, the whole point is you, that's your only utility option right. going with them. So why not offset the power that you're consuming during the day? with your solar system and just get what you need from them at nighttime, Hmm. you know? So, you know, uh, and so that's with that specific co-op where they changed the rules because more people were going solar. And it's crazy because that same utility company just bought like a $60 million solar farm in Louisiana. (laughs) So, you know, we tell homeowners, you, you're paying for solar. You just don't have it. Right. And these utility companies, they're investing into these solar farms. They're getting these these tax credits. They're sending you this green uh, energy, and then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay off their system. Yeah. Now it's free pro- free profits for them. Right. That, that's insane. <laughs> but it's the way it works. It, they're, realistically, they're not stupid. <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> they're in business. Yeah. And, and and something else we were talking about earlier is I think I think a misconception that a lot of people might have is that eventually I'm gonna get a, get to the point where I don't have a bill from my power company, mm-hmm. and that's just not the case, right? Uh. Again, that, that's all. Depends it depends on, on if you have credits company. and things like no, that. No, your, your utility company. Right. Uh, some of my homeowners from 2016 haven't paid a light bill in two years. Right. You know, that homeowner that's with a 70 panel system that has a $3,000 credit. Yeah, it's obviously excessive system. But no, you could initially be billless forever. Right. Realistically, um, I have a homeowners, again, one year, two years, they haven't paid a single dollar to the light company. Right. And again, because they, ha- they, they we make the house more energy efficient. They're using what they typically use, whether it's 15,000, 20,000, 30,000 kilowatts a year. They're staying in that range. Right. You know, so the only. Well, I mean, like like me, for instance, I mean, like, because I if I were to have one and then I was producing enough where I'm getting enough credits mm-hmm. through Mid-South, even then I would still like I'm not pulling any power from the grid. I'm still going to be charged that pull charge. There is, some of them do have a base fee. 
Right. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe yours has a $10 base fee. I think something like that. Yeah. yeah. So the lowest I could get your light bill, maybe $10 out in College Station. I believe it's like $19.99 a base right. fee. So we cannot go under that. That's whatever they charge you just for having their meter on your property. Yeah. No, I just don't want people going into this going like, I can eventually just get rid of them and like, yeah. they don't have to pay them any more money. But like, you know, you're still going to be given a money. Yeah. So, well, not, again, not so much. Uh, it, so, it depends on the company. Yeah. Right. So in my situation with Centerpoint, uh, I'm pretty sure I oversized a system with 36 panels that I'm, I, I should never have a light bill, right. regardless if I didn't have a battery system, you know, um, uh, Reliant TXU, Green Mountain, they're doing a the dollar per dollar buyback. Right. So, you know, uh, they're giving you whatever your overproduction is. I believe right now it's about 13 cents a kilowatt. And right. they're crediting your light bill for that. So you're still getting a paper statement, a mm-hmm. summary. And on that summary, it tells you how much energy you consume from them, how much energy you overproduce and send to them. Gotcha. So you, they'll send you a, a paper statement that says uh, information only. Your account has credits. Your bill is. Right. And I do have homeowners one, two, three years that haven't had a single light bill. They're only paying their financing uh, system on the, on the solar system. Right. Which, I mean, the way you guys arrange that, it ends up being pretty similar to yeah. what they're paying on their light bill. Correct. Right. So, I mean, like, it's, it's between those two, I mean, the credits versus a buyback, is, is there one that's better, like, tax-wise, maybe? Thing. Or is it, like... Well, the credit or, or buyback, what, what are you talking well, about? Well, because you were saying there's some that, like, well, if you go over 50 bucks, they'll just send you a check, mm-hmm. whereas this company has a credit. Gotcha. Um, so... That, that one utility company that actually gives you a check anytime your credits are $50 or greater. Right. I always tell homeowners, apply it back because they have a $10 base fee. Okay. You can go out to eat if you want to. <laughs> um, but see, then what happens is where you w- could have gave them $100 back in checks where you would have had credits for summer. Now you're paying a little summer difference. Gotcha. And then I have a homeowner tell me, hey, my light bill came out 40 50 bucks. Well, did you get a check? Yeah. Did you apply it? No. <laughs> well, I, there you go. Yeah. So That's where it went. <laughs> yeah. I prefer the credit the credit term. Right. Because we don't design the system as far as an investment. You're not trying to get 500 or 1000 bucks, you know, every year from your solar system. No. You want to offset what you're spending anyways. And instead of renting your power, you own it. Okay. And so, you know, we don't design a system to have more than three, four hundred dollars worth of credits at any given time because you're going to eat them up in the summer. Right. I'd rather have a homeowner pay twenty, forty dollars or four months out the season than have a three hundred dollar credit that they're never going to actually use. Right. Interesting. Okay, that makes sense to me. Well, um, and let me let me ask you: out of everything that we've talked, because we we've, we've covered a lot. What do you what do you think is probably like the biggest misconception that people have when it comes to solar? It's free and the government's giving you grants. Ah. No one's coming to your house to put solar panels for free. Right. To eliminate your light bill. Right. That's one of the hardest things that that homeowners are so misinformed mm. or you know there's a lot of clickbait information that you see online that talks about you know texas homeowners are getting paid to go solar yes that's not the case. i've that, seen that yeah that's clickbait you know it's a lead source they're going to go in there you're going to type in your information and your contact information is going to go to several companies right um that's that lead generation company. It's either going to sell your information exclusive to one solar company for a hundred bucks for your phone number and email, or it's going to get sold to a bunch of different companies that have 10, 15, 20 bucks for that lead. Um, and so when I go to those homeowners, the first thing I ask, how did you hear about us? Oh, I saw right. something on Facebook. Oh, you didn't see SunPro. You saw one of those ads. Right. So the first thing I have to let you know, Hey, it's not free. This is the way it really works. Yeah. Um, even with senior citizens, sometimes they think that even for being a senior citizen it's free for them. That's right. not the case. 
you know, there, there's a tax credit because, again, you're applying money to the ecosystem. You're taking control over how, you know, you power your home. You're breaking from the light company mm-hmm. and you're doing something a little bit better for it. And obviously making environmental impact is just a plus. Right. But the main reason why people go sold is because first it makes financial sense. Sure. But that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions or that it's a grid tight system or off grid and you don't need to uh, be, have the utility company involved. Yeah. Those two. Okay. Interesting. And this, this has all been really, really good information. I, I, I hope everybody's been paying attention because you have, <laughs> you've thrown a lot at us. A lot. Yes, yeah. Definitely. And then, well, it's a lot, to, it's a lot to take in. Correct. Yeah. So, and any, anything else that we haven't covered yet? Um, so a lot of homeowners, there's a sticker shop when, okay. when you go solar, you yeah. know, they ask you, how much is it? If I tell you $10,000, oh my God, that's a lot of money. I'm still lying to you because it's not 10,000, it's more. <laughs> yeah. But that's just the way the human brain is, 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 is programmed to work. Right. You know, where I tell homeowners all the time, imagine if I was a financial advisor and I told you, stop putting, putting your money over here where there's no return, you have nothing to show for it and put it over here back into your home where you're going to have control, build equity and it has an endpoint. Which one will you do it? But because my shirt says the solar pro, mm-hmm. I'm the solar guy. I'm the enemy, right? Right. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, um, that's what I tell homeowners all the time. It's it's the way the money moves. Okay. You know, you're gonna spend it regardless one way or another. Uh, the other misconception that I have uh, uh, quite a bit, and I'm drawing now a blank because I had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll come back to it. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, like $10,000, that does sound like a lot. What, what oh, is, what? yeah. So what I was going with it is, imagine if I told you, hey, you could buy, you could lock in your rate at six cents a kilowatt. Okay. 180 bucks a month, 1,500 kilowatts. And once you, in, 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 in 15 years, once you get to the end point, you're not paying it no more. You would jump on it. Right. All right. But it's hard to, to, for homeowners to understand, hey, you know, I'm going to spend $20,000 in, t- in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I could spend 18 going solar. Right. Or, you know, sometimes the homeowner thinks going solar is instantly savings the month one, where sometimes, again, depending on your energy rate, that's what varies the, the, the saving side of it. Right. So, you know, if you're paying nine, 10 cents a kilowatt, yeah, there is a little out of pocket difference. But going solar is not so much to have an instant savings day one. It's, you know, in the 10 years, you know, you're going to spend this money one way or another. It's better putting it back into your pocket. Right. Well, not only that, the equity on the property. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you're, you're kind of getting phantom income that way as well. Correct. So, so what what does like an average solar system cost for like you know three two home? Uh, and that's going back to without there's no such thing as an there's, average. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, but statistics show that in the greater Houston area, homeowners are going with about twenty eight thirty panel system. That's typically a eight to a ten kilowatt system. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for some people using between twelve to thirteen hundred kilowatts uh, a month. That's okay. for those 2000 summer months and those, you know, 800 winter months. Right. That's typically the, the, the average system. Then again, when my rental home, that's what I would have needed. Okay. Uh, then you have homes that are new construction or people that just moved into the home that they say, I want to wait a year before I go solar. Why? You know, you're going to spend at least a hundred dollars of power every single month. Why not get a starter pack system? Mm-hmm. You can start off small with eight panels, 12 panels, and always add to it as you get a better understanding of how much power you use. You know, with us, we offer lifetime monitoring. So you have your smartphone that communicates with your solar system mm-hmm. that shows you in real time how much power you're consuming and producing. So you're not wasting energy cooling an empty house. You know, you're, you're, we give you all the tools to be more energy conscious. Right. And so that's even if it's a brand new home. You can still go solar. There's no, uh, there's no reason to wait. So, and, and so I say, I do want to do like a, a starter pack, mm-hmm. like we're talking about the eight panel system. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm like, oh, right, this is actually pretty cool. I want to go, you know, full solar. Mm-hmm. Can I then roll that into a new loan if I add on to that system? Or is, am I going to have to be, am I have like two separate loans running if I want to upgrade that system? I'm not sure on that one, to be quite honest with okay. you. Because majority of the companies, uh, they don't want you to have multiple loans. Sure, yeah. Uh, just because you're already tied down to one. You know, so on that one, uh, I have had a, a customer that uh, after Hurricane Harvey, she had, had a, a, a settlement with the insurance company. Right. And she went with a 20 panel starter system cash. Obviously, it's not going to offset their entire bill. She just wants to start off with that. Uh, a year later, she got her credit situated a little bit better. Okay. And she was able to roll it to the financing. Well, her credit and financing was still new to her that she got approved up to the max, but she didn't want to use that max. She decided to add another 20 panels. Oh, wow. This year, she decided to, she paid off the other loan from last year. She decided <laughs> to add a power wall and 10 more panels. Oh, my goodness. So you, you have control over how you want to add more. Again, it's easier to add when you know you need them than right. to take them. You can't take them off if you don't need them. Right. And I imagine like what you were talking about before, it's easier to add on to like a micro inverter mm-hmm. system versus what was it? A string inverter. String inverter. Right, right. Thank you. I'm learning all the words all the today. Terms. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I can go work for you now. Then. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. Yes. All right, man. Anything else we need to, we need, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff we could talk about, but anything that's, that you can think about that we haven't talked about tonight? Um, when a homeowner looks into solar, you know, a lot of people think it's a bad thing to make a same day decision. Right. The majority of my homeowners are same day homeowners. Right. And as long as they have a clear understanding of what Meaning I'm, you've explained it to them, they make a decision yeah. right then. And they never met me before. Right. Regardless if I'm the first person or 10th person that they met. We, uh, uh, with our platform, we set, we set it up where the customer understands it thoroughly. And as long as the homeowner understands where are the risk involved, how you protect it by going solar, mm-hmm. the material and the installation process and the affordability, then you can make an educated decision at the end of a, a, a one hour consultation, regardless if it is a $10,000, $30,000 system. Right. Uh, one of my uh, biggest uh, installations was a, a 125 panel system. $125,000. The homeowner had a $5,000, 5,000 kilowatt average light bill, okay. about $500 a month. Right. They decided to go solar the same day. They were in their late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. You know, and to be quite honest with you, I didn't expect for them to purchase that. I, but that doesn't change the way we're going to interact with the homeowner. Right. You know, I treat them the same way I treated every other homeowner. I thank them for the time. I go, okay, guys, let me know. Uh, we'll go from there. So I thank them and I left to my next appointment. They call me back. Hey, David. We want to do it. I was shocked. Right. You know, and so then I realized, you know, there is no real uh, uh, age group for sure. people going solar. You know, you have people in their 60s and their 70s that say, oh, I should, I'm too old uh, to get a 25-year investment. Again, this is a 25-year warranty. Right. Uh, That's what they think. Oh, I should have done this when I was younger. Then you have people who are in their 30s, you know, 40s. Oh, this is not my forever home. You're going to pay power regardless for eight years. Right. Why not have control over it? And I don't have a financial uh, background of homeowners. You know, I don't have a bunch of doctors going solar, a bunch of lawyers, a bunch of chefs. It's, it's regular people. Right. You know, realistically, when we go out to a, a nice subdivision in the middle of Houston, they, they are less likely to go solar than somebody out in, 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 in the countryside. Okay. You know, just because for one, uh, there's somebody coming out to the house. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they're happy about that. But no, they understand the money. You know, it's, yeah. it's easier to understand. And we, uh, the hardest people to, to convince to go solar. Actually, let me take that back. You don't have to convince nobody to go solar. The numbers make sense. Right. You know, and so, but the, the people that have the hardest time making a decision are usually engineers. 
Mm. Sometimes they're too smart for their own good that they miss the simple stuff. And I have seen it where they start breaking these numbers down in ways that it's actually not even the way that it actually is. Right. And so, you know, a lot of engineers actually miss out on the savings focusing so much. Uh, I had one guy said that the, the, the devil's in the details. I, I think that's the expression. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, they re, they analyze it and, and they miss out on good opportunities. Right. Then you have people who, you know, who didn't, don't analyze every single thing that way, but they're saving $2,000 a month, uh, right. excuse me, a year, you know? So that's the funny thing about it that I have seen. Yeah. And I think, I think some people do have like analysis paralysis mm-hmm. where like, you know, they, they feel like they, they can't get a handle on it. And so it's just, I'm not going to do it because I, I don't feel like I can understand it or I don't, right. Like there's, there's too many variables or there's too much of this. And like, mm-hmm. I, and so I'm just, I can't wrap my brain around yeah. it. They, they feel like they can't do it justice. And so they just won't make a decision. Absolutely. So I had one guy, um, I, I believe he was a, a professor, a professor at Rice University, okay. if I'm not mistaken. This was maybe six months ago, brand new to the house. And so he's buying all these fancy appliances. He's doing all these different things to the house. And so I told him, go with a starter pack system, 18 panels. I forgot what the payment option was on that. So he tells me, you know what, David, I'm not going to do it because with the interest rate, I'm not really saving this and that. And I told him, well, you just bought a $200,000 home on a 30-year term. That's a $470,000, $650,000 home. Right. But you didn't say that thing with that. Why does it matter with solar side of it? Right. You know, and it, it, it just shocks me when people see it that way, but <laughs> they don't see their home that way. Right. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> All right. So uh, something you mentioned just triggered a question in my head. So we've got these 25-year warranties mm-hmm. on these products. So say this isn't my forever home. I'm mm-hmm. only planning on being here five years. The warranties are transferable. Transferable. Yeah. As okay. long as the, the seller and the new homeowner tells tells us within 60 days. Okay. Uh, that's just back in a paperwork process that if we, we miss that deadline, that's out of our control. Right. But you can transfer the warranties. And as many times until the 25 years is up? Or? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I actually, I haven't had that occur more than once. Right. You know, I just, it's a handful of homeowners actually sold their systems. I haven't had anybody, that same house being sold twice yet. Sure. Yeah. But that's definitely a good question. Yeah. 25 years is a long time. I yeah, mean, sometimes definitely. I mean, that's the house can change hands like six or seven exactly. times. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I, we, we're, we're a little bit past our time that we usually take, but we want to make sure and get in what, uh, what we do with all of our guests, which is called the final four, the final four. Kevin's <laughs> not here to sing it for us. Um, but this is the same four questions that we ask all of our guests. I hope you are prepared. Because they're extremely difficult. Let's do and, it. And testing. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, what is the one tool you won't leave the home without? My drone. Your, your drone? My drone. Nice. Yeah. What are you flying? Uh, the Maverick Air. Nice. Yeah, the Maverick Air. I use it multiple times a day. Uh-huh. Makes the job so much easier. Heck yeah. Uh, customers love seeing these aerial shots. Mm-hmm. It, it breaks the ice that much more. Yeah. It's just fun. I get to play with the toy every single day yeah now 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 i don't think any government officials are listening do you have your 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 drone pilot yes, license I do. yeah yes i do how was that test it's pretty easy yeah uh, little to do with the drone <laughs> <laughs> don't fly it over an airport there we go <laughs> what's what's the what's the limit that you can only go like they have it about 400 feet that's what i think it's okay. the uh the cap but you can turn it off if you get permission Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the drone will tell you too. Yeah. Like, hey, it it, it won't let go you go any past higher. Three ninety seven mark. You gotta turn it <laughs> off in order to go. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Question number two. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Uh, hang out with my son. I have a four year old. Uh-huh. Uh, he loves solar as much as I do. Nice. Uh, he. 
I started doing solar when he was born. Uh, I have pictures with uh, with him going through different sun pro signs throughout uh-huh. the process, and it's just he's my best friend, and we hang out every morning, every night together. Fantastic. What do you guys typically do? Everything, anything. Uh, he likes painting right now. Oh. Uh, loves bike riding. Okay. Uh, I'm a big boxing sports fan. Okay. Uh, so he likes to box. When we're watching boxing, he likes to go get his, uh, not wrestling belts. He actually has boxing replica belts. Uh-huh. Uh, he got the little uh, kid-sized trunks, the gloves and everything. So he sits there, tries to uh, box as <laughs> well. But he's very smart. Uh, he just loves talking. Does he, does he have a favorite boxer? Uh, Canelo, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's his favorite boxer. Nice. And then uh, he, we also watch wrestling, and Roman Reigns is his favorite, which is weird because my son's name's Roman. Okay. But I did not name him because he was wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that was Just not the happy situation. happy circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Fast and Furious fan, and Roman actually came from that movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the actual origin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, what is a job that you have walked away from? Now, I'll tell you, this has been a bit of a controversial question on the show uh, because some people take it as what's a uh, what's a career I walked away from. What we intended was what's maybe like a project around the home that maybe you tried to tackle and couldn't do yourself. You had to bring in a professional. Um, so you can take it either way you want. But end of the day, what is a job that you walked away from? That's a hard one. Uh-huh. Uh, I jump into everything first <laughs> and I think about it, the process later on. Uh-huh. So when I have walked away from something, it's probably because I didn't have a resolution for it. But uh, like you said, if it's something around the house that I started and didn't finish, I get the right person for the job. Right. So it's very, very rare that I don't finish something because yeah. I'll figure out how to get it done. A little YouTube? A little bit of YouTube, a little <laughs> bit of, like you said, ask somebody that knows right. and yeah. bring them along. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's a hard one to answer, actually. <laughs> we don't like to talk about the, the ways in which we've We gave failed. up. <laughs> oh, we felt a lot. No. We just don't bring it up. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final question. What is the best piece of wisdom you've ever received? I have two. Oh, two. Okay, that's two. fine. Double down since, uh, since you kind of, you, you danced around the last one. Yeah. So my cousin <laughs> told me when I was 12, hope for the best and expect the worst. All right. So that's pretty much what I live by. I go to every situation, you know, very positive, you know, ready to give it all. Right. But at any anything, I, something may go wrong that's out of my control and expect it. Right. You know, you can't control what life throws at you, but you can handle how you handle it and get through it. Okay. Um, and then when I was 20, get into renewable energy. Oh. You know, I don't remember that guy's name. You know, he was in his early 80s. He may not even be here with us, mm. but he dramatically changed my life. Yeah. And because of that, you know, that was 10 years ago. The last five years have been great. My family, you know, we ch- our lifestyle changed. Mm. Um, and, you know, um, realistically, that was why. That's be- awesome. Because of that. And so my mentality is I want to help other people, educate them, you know, and, and guide them. I have people older than me, about 10 years, calling me mentors, which is crazy weird. Right. Um, but yeah, it's all because of the advice that I was given at 13 and 20. Yeah. It's it's crazy how in a moment like that, someone can speak something mm-hmm. in your life that just completely transforms everything. everything. So, and how powerful those moments can be. Absolutely. And we don't, I, I think sometimes we don't realize that we actually have that ability to speak that into other mm-hmm. people's lives, you know? So it, like, one, it makes me want to be really careful with my words. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You <laughs> don't want to change somebody for the worst, but, but yeah, well, I mean like it's, it's crazy how that can happen. Yeah. You know? And like, you're, you're like, 
this guy changed my life. I can't remember his name, but I remember exactly yeah. what he said to me. And uh, the other one, it was when I was uh, 16. I was working at a, a Wendy's at a fast food restaurant uh-huh. as a cashier. And uh, I met the manager from Raider Shack. You know, they're not around no more. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he told me, you're too smart to work here. Mm. He goes, come, on, come work with me. I go, you got to be 18 to work there. Uh-huh. He was like, don't worry about it. I'll get you in. So it took <laughs> him about three months. Yeah. And that was my first real job. It taught me, you know, sales interaction, you know, merchandising, running the stores, operations, et cetera. And that was four years that I was with, with that company. Mm. And uh, that manager left. And about six years after that, I actually met him at another place we worked together. Oh, wow. So and now he actually lives like five minutes from me. Oh, wow. That's and, incredible. Yeah, so that's about three people that actually gave me some great advice. Yeah. Actually, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So the... The actual last question, which is the secret question of the final four, is if people want to find you, how they get a hold of you? So uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh-huh. YouTube, it's David the Solar Pro. Mm-hmm. Again, that's David the Solar Pro. Uh, you're pretty much going to see the little cartoon and the orange car. Right. And that's going to lead you to every social media account that I have. Okay. At David the Solar Pro. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, my man. pleasure. This has been fantastic. Uh, you actually forgot to bring up the, the offer we have for your, for your listeners. I'm so sorry. So what, what, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 have, we have an offer for the, for the show, for the episode. What do you got for us, Dave? So for every homeowner that actually calls and sets an appointment through the home show, you're actually going to get $25 just to learn about solar. Think mm. about that. $25 just to learn about it. If you decide to go solar, you're going to get an additional $1,000 off your system, all because you're listening to the home show. Homeowner show, sorry. No, you're good, Ned. We'll, we'll, we'll go by any name. <laughs> Just listen. That's all we ask. Yeah, so we'll, we'll link all this up in the show notes. So give him a call. Look him up on all the social media accounts. Let him know that you heard about it on the Homeowner Show. And we'll get you guys hooked up with 25 bucks. Awesome, guys. I'm excited to educate y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fantastic. I, mean, I, I encourage everyone to at least go and learn as much as you can about about this topic. It's an important one. And if, if you feel like you can't understand it, call David, he'll educate you and get you all set up. And thanks again for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yep. And again, guys, if you have not yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but again, you probably won't pay attention too much on Twitter, but we're over there for you guys. That that's all you'll do. Um, thank you guys. We'll see you next time. See you.